Okay, so this one was prompted by um, a little conversation that I've been having online at Social Galactic with um, it's at Catholic Deacon but calls himself Padre Gio and uh, he's an imposter, a fake cleric, a fake clergy but he started out um, you know in what you would think if you didn't know better that was uh, an approach to like oh I'm really interested and it sounds like you're saying that um, I might not be valid cler clergy you know what do you think sort of as you know I just want to engage and I want to know and I could tell right from the outset that the chances were that um, he was just an imposter faking posturing but I thought no let him think that he's getting his way so I just played nice and I was like, well, I really hope that you're really going to look into this and look into canon law and so on, blah, blah, blah. And it took a little while, but, you know, because I wouldn't let it go. You know, he like went silent for a week or two. And then I said, well, have you had a chance now to review canon law of 1917, the only valid canon law and so on? And slowly he eked out and he goes, oh, but, um, well, you said that all the documents of Vatican II are heretical, but... Uh, the one on, um, oh, I might have it here, yeah, Intermirifica, which was one of the first ones, which relates to um, how the papacy and Catholicism uses mass media in the modern world. You know, this was came out in December of 1963, so it was one of the first ones to come out. So there's nothing in there that's heretical, and I still need to go through it in detail, um, I've quickly skimmed over it, and on a first skim, it's true that there doesn't appear to be outright heresy in this particular document. But that's because you have to understand how these people operate, basically how Protestantism operated from the beginning, and what they've been doing ever since. Which, you know, they've only got like a few arrows in their quiver, and they're always the same ones. It's conflate different ideas, mix them together, make it foggy, and just blah. You know, conflate, um, use sophistry, which is basically the use of language and words to try and change their meanings and try and change what they're saying, and essentially dishonestly presenting a case by using uh, words or language or syntax or grammar even to try and, again, confuse, befuddle, deny, subterfuge lie those are the uh, their preferred methods because they're not immediately obvious to everybody so rhetorical subterfuge hidden and wrapped into sophistry and conflation of concepts is basically how they operate if you want to see a pretty detailed takedown of this sort of thing if you go to the blog and you look up um, I don't know it's one or two posts ago or maybe more uh, where I basically take down John Salsa John Salsa is a Freemason He's not a Catholic, uh, but he's one of these people like this Padre Gio that pretends to be Catholic. And like this Padre Gio pretends to be a Catholic deacon. Well, he's no such thing. He's not Catholic at all. Um, so after he said that, I said, well, I don't know. I, I need to look into it into more detail. Um, and like I said, at first glance, it looks like there is no heresy in it. But you have to understand why. Because it's the context. You know, the context of this is that they want to um, put it in such a way that 
the first little stone doesn't set off any alarm bells and by the time the tenth stone is rolling downhill that first little stone actually becomes more of a problem too you just didn't realize why at the beginning because while on its own intermirifica potentially could be acceptable when you mix it in with all the other vatican II stuff what it's essentially doing is saying yeah we're just going to use the mass media to promote and spread this bunch of filthy lies so while on its own in isolation it might be okay when you wrap it in the, con the context of vatican ii um, it's an absolute disgrace um, because it is being applied to those false doctrines and to promulgate them further so <clears throat> my next question of course was okay let's say that you're right let's say that that one isn't heretical which one of the other 15 documents do you think is? Of the remaining 15 documents, which group are you saying is? Which two? Which three? Which one? And lo and behold, surprise, surprise, he would not speak out against a single one of the documents of Vatican II, proving that he is a heretic proving that he's just trying to defend the narrative. And then, of course, immediately, because these people are not smart. They're, you know, we know they're not smart because if they were, they would be picking the other side. So they're never going to be as intelligent as the, the ones of us that are uh, actual Christians. And they, it's always the same lie. It's always the same conflated bullshit. They're always the same. And the main point is they try and deny that Canon 188 Part 4 says exactly what it says. Turns, oh, you don't recognize the Pope, you're a schismatic. He's not a Pope. He is not a Pope. Canon 188 Part 4, you don't have the right to decide who's Pope. I'm not deciding who's Pope. The Magisterium of the Church, which is the only people that have the right to decide who's Pope, have decided who's Pope. And he's not it. Bergoglio is not a Pope. John Paul II, not a Pope. That They shouldn't even be called by their popish names because they're fake montini who wanted to be paul the sixth or whatever no montini fake fake pope not a pope why very simple canon 188 part four when you promulgate and promote and teach heresy continually for a period of six months publicly as a public heretic after six months any you know, and you have not repented, after six months of doing that, you have not repented, Canon 28, Part 4, comes into effect. And what does it say? You vacate your office, immediately, instantly, without any pronouncement by anybody. You are convicted by the law itself, which means that the actual canon law convicts you. That's it. End of. Nobody needs to say a damn thing. You are a heretic. And that applies to this Catholic deacon, Padre Gio. He is a filthy heretic. And there is no question now that he was ignorant in any way, shape or form because I've educated him. I've told him exactly where to go and look. I've told him which canon law to go and look. I've told him where the books are. So he has no excuse. And he's proven that he has no excuse. And it was never intended to be anything other than what it is subterfuge and sabotage 
How was he intending to sabotage? He was intending to sabotage by sowing doubt in the people that read my comments or read my blog or listen to the videos. And how was he doing that? By asking what he thought were very clever sophistry, very clever little questions that he thought I wouldn't be able to answer directly and very clearly. He picked the wrong guy, didn't he? He went up against the Kurgan thinking that I'm a little bit confused about, but no, maybe Bergoglio might be the... Nah, fuck you. And here's what I want to tell all of you that are actual Catholics or that want to be Catholics or that, you know, are cradle Catholics and are just waking up. If you're ignorant because of ignorance, that's not your fault necessarily. But after you've been presented with all the information, you still refute it, you still refuse, you willfully ignorant. And you have no logical argument because not a single person has come out with a logical argument against the things I've put in the blog and writing. Yeah, None. There is no argument. I've even had a boomer who was convinced I was a total idiot admit privately to me that actually he doesn't have an argument. He just doesn't like my style. Well, guess what? My style is on purpose. I want to bug you. I want to get right up under your skin and make it feel like it's crawling with vermin. Why? Because you need cattle prods to move cattle. And I urge all of you Catholics to do the same to the fake clergy of the Novus Oracle. Go question them. Go question those priests. Ask them, why are you a heretic? Why are you a fake priest? Why are you pretending to be Catholic when you obviously are supporting a heretic? Not just Bergoglio, but Ratzinger. Call them out. The only reason the Vatican II happened is because the larval sacs that pretended to be Catholic priests were just always assumed to have the dignity and respect of the station, which is all well and good if they actually were Catholics, but they weren't. And what was demonstrated was that they had their ass in butter and they were feeding off the hind tit and the front tit and the middle tit of the actual believers who perhaps not schooled, perhaps not very well educated, just believed, oh, well, he's the priest, he's telling me the truth. Oh, well, he's the bishop, he's telling me the truth. Now, you got to question these motherfuckers. Question every single one of them. And I'm not talking just about the Novus Oracle. I'm talking about the actual real ones. Because we know very well, and some of you know what I'm talking about, there are actual bishops out there, valid bishops, actual Catholic bishops, that nevertheless are ignoring canon law for their own selfish, egocentric reasons. And it goes beyond just, you know, trying to be effective. I can excuse a priest who, in order to spread the gospel or get more people uh, saved or give sacraments to more genuine Catholics, maybe cuts a corner here and there. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying that I could turn a blind eye to. But when that same priest or bishop particularly bishops, uh, do that sort of shit. And it's got nothing to do with helping save souls, but rather to, you know, um, centralize their own power, then that's a no-no. And you've got to call him out. It doesn't matter if he's a valid bishop. Call him out to his face. Tell him, hey, you, you're a fraud. You're a thief. You're doing this because what? And it's absolutely important because you have to remember, you know, a bishop is supposed to be there as a guide, it's supposed to be the apostolic succession of Peter. Any bishop is, is supposedly, uh, has got an apostolic succession. So they're supposedly very important people. 
But we have seen, absolutely been proven without a shadow of a doubt in Vatican II, that the vast majority of these fat larval grubs just sitting there eating off other people and have absolutely no intention of protecting the faith. Now, it does need to be said that the bishops and priests that we have now that are remaining, the remnant of real Catholic bishops and priests, they're a different species. I mean, these guys are not operating, generally speaking, under a lot of power, money, or, or influence. They are trying to keep the faith alive. And most of them don't really want to become bishops because it's like a lot of responsibility, a lot of work for very little um, return, if you like, in wor certainly in worldly terms. There is, of course, uh, an exception in America. Uh, you all know who I'm referring to. I won't name him to strangers, but, you know, those of you who know, know. And those of you who won't know, who don't know yet, will find out in due course. You have to always differentiate. You know, I have owe a debt of gratitude to Professor Rodney Stark, apart from the fact that his latest book that I read, um, How the West Won, is absolutely, it should be required reading. I mean, it's a brilliant brilliant um, history book. I'm going to put a link below the video. And it corrects so much wrong history that I had no idea I was wrong, you know. And and fascinating, really fascinating, well written, not, you know, it's not like with a stodgy, boring history book. It's brilliantly written. Uh, but I owe him another debt of gratitude because he has differentiated in his books, and he's done it on a couple of them at least, between the Church of Power and the Church of Piety. Now, in theory, the Catholic Church should all be the Church of Piety. In reality and in practice, and this is what the Protestants, you know, throw up against the wall hoping it sticks, there is very much an element of the Church of, 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 Catholic, of the Catholic Church that was concerned with personal power, you know, with power, with just power over people, power over money, power over land. And you, that's human nature. You always have to guard against these power-hungry clergy and you've got to castigate them you've got to call them out you mustn't be scared you know just because oh well he's a bishop so he's got the power of sacraments uh, fuck that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the truth matters god matters jesus matters a, a bishop that's trying to abuse his authority nah call him out on it call him out on it and if he denies you the sacraments don't worry about it there are real priests out there that will give you the sacraments and i know exactly what i'm talking about because i'm one of those people don't, don't stress about it. There are, you know, real Catholic clergy. They understand. They will admonish you. They will tell you when you're doing wrong. And, you know, you've got to take your stripes if you're doing wrong shit. And, but when it comes to clergy abusing their power, do not be silent. And all you cradle Catholics that are like, oh, but Isberg called you the Pope. Is he not the Pope? Educate yourselves and then become militant. Absolutely become militant. I'm not in your situation. I'm not in your position. I was never a cradle Catholic. I was nothing. I, I absolutely abhorred the Catholic re religion. I thought it was absolute nonsense for retards. So I'm not one of you. But if I'd been a cradle Catholic all my life, you bet your ass, I'd be knocking at every church door that has been usurped by the Norcos, and I'd be in there calling, grabbing the priest by the scruff of his neck, probably, you know? Don't go assaulting people now. But I'm just saying, I'd be like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Get out. Get out. You're not a priest. You're a thief. I'd be in their face. And so you should be, you know. Be polite. Be, you know, be your nature. My nature is different from most people's. But, you know, if you're a polite, healthy guy. And, and I've done that. I've done that to a priest that I thought was a pretty decent human being. 
I was like, you know, you're wrong, dude. And I, so I bought him a, a um, from the Mater Boni Consigli, I bought him a physical copy of a brief, um, it's called a brief uh, criticism, I think, of the Novus Orco Mass. Uh, you know, they call it Novus Orda, but we know what we really mean, Novus Orco Mass. And I gave it to him with a little note, handwritten little note in it. I said, you know, you, you've been a cool guy, you've been helpful to me, but, you know, this is the truth. And, um, you know, he wouldn't speak to me after that. But, so what? Let him take the hit. Let them feel the heat. Let them know their lies. Are, you've had enough. You know, let them know. That's all you need to do. Put sunlight on these people. They can't take it. They cannot take it. Shine lights on them. And, you know, you think, oh, but I'm just one guy. I'm just one guy. I'm just one guy. Guess what? There's people starting up to approach some of this clergy that is not really following the rules from everywhere. It's coming at them from Europe. It's coming at them from America. It's coming at them even from Australia. Okay? I'm getting reports that people are saying to these priests, hey, that Kurgan guy says, you're not doing right. <laughs> so, <laughs> they know who I am. I'm just one guy. So, you people, I'm just one guy and I don't really care. You know, I'm just doing my own thing. I'm not even intentionally necessarily mobilizing people or whatever. I am doing it because I have to. It's kind of like writing. You know, when I first started writing, it's hell. I, I didn't want to write. I was like, my God, this is so painful and difficult and hard. And, ah, oh, it's, it's like torture, but I have to do it because I've got to get this information out there. This is kind of the same. The truth is the truth. You know, I'm much more, rather than do videos, I'm much more happily read a book or, you know, do something else or whatever. But this is important. So you guys take note and be part of the army. You know, be part of the army. We are a church militant for a reason. Let these imposters, these fakers know that their time is up. You want some pedophile like pretending to be a priest in your church? That church belongs to the Catholic Church. It got stolen by these imposters, these frauds. It's at Catholic Deacon Padre Gio. Be in their face. And if there's one or two or ten of you, better. Get 20 of you and go to the priest and say, And now? Now what have you got to tell us? What are your lies going to amount to? Here. Here's the book of canon law. Here. Prove to me where it's wrong. Oh, but the canon law of 1983 is fake. Bullshit. Because it got created by the same fakers like yourself. Get out of here. You don't belong here. This is not your church. Leave. You know, you, you could make the argument that a few seminarians or priests or whatever don't know any better. They just got like indoctrinated straight into it. But then, you know, their crime is criminal stupidity. Criminal negligence. You're going to be a priest and you don't know about Vatican II and you don't look into it? I'm a layman, for God's sake. I'm a layman that had a, you know, road to Damascus moment. And I went looking into it. I figured it out. It's not that difficult. And I'm giving you guys all the details so you don't have to, like, figure it out blind like I did. You know, and I figured it out blind and I came to the right conclusion. And then I thought, but surely I can't be the only guy that figured this out. So then I started looking for other people that have figured it out. And lo and behold, there's plenty of them. 
I just didn't know where to look before because I didn't know, you know, the canon law or whatever. Once I figured out, hey, I read, I got up to canon 188 part four and then I tried to look at the rest and I read the whole thing and I was like, oh, but shit, this means these people are fakers. I mean, let me go and find out. Well, canon 188 part four. And I started Google that and well, there you go. Then you find all sorts of people, you know. So it's not difficult. But you, you got to call them out. Don't, don't, don't be shy. Don't be scared, you know. To overturn just the way they infiltrated by subterfuge. We don't need to have subterfuge. We've got sunlight, truth, and God on our side. That's all we need. Confront them. Make them feel ashamed every time. And go there, you know, go go to their fake mass. Go to their fake mass. And before you tell them you're going to do a fake mass, you're a liar, you're a thief, you're a fraud. But I'll stand here and I'll be witness to what you're doing. You know, disturb them. Make their work difficult. They're lying and denying the truth to millions and millions of people. They're not clergy. If they are any kind of clergy, they're clergy to Moloch. You know, they're certainly not clergy to Jesus Christ. So don't take any prisoners. And you know, you don't have to be rude, or certainly you don't have to be violent. You can be polite and very effective. Just keep hammering that nail on the head. Never give up, never stop. That's it. That's my message for today. And um, oh, another thing, um, two things actually. Uh, those of you that know crypto fashion, uh, you know they sell some awesome T-shirts. Go help them out. I, I don't make a penny out of it. Even if you buy the T-shirt, the Kurgan T-shirts, they, they they do some T-shirts specifically for me, um, which basically say Catholic, not Novus Orco, and it's got the. Um, they, they had the hat of uh, Pope Urban II. It's a brilliant t-shirt. I love it. Uh, so, you know, don't, don't be shy. Go and buy from those guys because they're, they're good guys. And, you know, one of them has had a really, really rough um, year, year and a half, year, two years or so. Um, and, you know, he's, uh, he's doing his best and he's trying to keep his business going and so on under very difficult conditions the business is going to keep going but um he might have to like get another job or whatever and his health is not great because like i said he's had a tough year so um you know help them out if you want to throw some money at a good cause they, they make really good quality shirts I've, I've got a few of them um vox gave me a couple i bought a couple some of the bears and some of the um, immortal bears got a few you know, they, they, when I went to see Owen in the States, um, we, we, we had a couple of shirts or whatever we gave them. We gave some away. Some people bought some. I, I don't even know the whole story. It was just a bit of a impromptu thing. But um, yeah, so crypto fashion. And the other thing, and again, I'm not associated to them in any way, is if you want a hardcore rosary that lasts quite a while, I've just ordered myself one because I gave the one that I had, I gave it to Mortal Bear for you know, all his work and all his help. So I ordered myself another one, pretty much identical to the one I gave him. Um, and they're really cool because they're made out of paracord and you can choose different crucifixes and different beads and whatever. Um, and man, let me tell you, there's nothing quite as powerful as praying the rosary. It's, it's just something that until you do it, you don't understand how it could possibly work at all. All right. And I'm saying that as after being baptized, I still thought that way. 
But you do the rosary, you keep praying the rosary, and I'm telling you, it just affects things. I can't explain how, you know, it's it's a supernatural thing, but it's not blind faith. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm very scientific in my approach to prayer and uh, Christianity and Catholicism especially. So, yeah, that's my message for today. I'm over 20 minutes already, and i got stuff to do. So, good night. Remember, don't let them get away with it. Put them in the corner. Make them face the truth. Make them face the truth. These fake clerics, these fake clergy, these frauds, imposters. Don't stand for it. And it doesn't matter. You know, whether they're the fake novice orco, or whether they're an actual Catholic priest that's abusing his power, or a Catholic bishop that's abusing his power, tell him. Say, I'm not going to give you a saint. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to do anything until you repent. Until you publicly repent your public sin. Because, you know, if it's a private sin, if they've done a sin of pride or whatever privately, that's one thing. But if they've publicly made uh, a sin of pride and ego and, and being the church of power, then they need to do a public apology. That's the only remedy to it. You know, there's, there's no other way around it. So, um, yeah, that's basically it. Good night.